back to the GFN Philly 215 Questions Podcast, the podcast where two guys ask what the one thing is for five different questions to a GFN Philly member. The two guys asking the questions are Bellinar and myself, Jim Murphy. Hey, Bellin. Hey, Jimmy. We are pleased to welcome our guest, Ryan Harbinson, Director of Business Development at ClearBridge Branding Agency. Hey, Harb. Welcome to the show. What's going on? Thanks for having me, gentlemen. I appreciate it. Let's kick off the show. Question number one. What's the one thing from your story that's important for people to know? Sure. You know, I think uh, part of it is understanding that things take time to grow. There's a lot of opportunity that's out there and people try to rush things. You know, I live my life by a couple of different mantras. And one of those big ones is low and slow, patience over greed. It's all about developing friendships that turn into relationships and vice versa for things to really happen. Low and slow is great advice, and it it reminds me of a a quick story when my wife and I went to the Great Sand Dunes National Park, and you can sand surf there, and you wax up your board, and you go down, and the only instructions they give you when you rent the board is stay low and slow. I go down one hill, low and slow, and I go, all right, I got this. So I climb up to the top of the biggest sand dune there, and I go down, and I hit roughly, and no one measured it, but I think about a thousand miles an hour. And then I crashed at the bottom and just exploded everywhere, full yard sale. And I go over to my wife and I'm like, I can't believe that there aren't, pe- there aren't signs. There aren't people out here like giving warnings. And she goes, how long have we been here? And I, I don't know, two hours. She goes, how many other people did you watch go down the, the big hill? And, she, and I go, no one else. She goes, does that sound like it's a sand dunes problem or a you problem? That's great advice, Harb. And uh, we should all use it in more than just that aspect of our lives. I mean, as they say, patience is a virtue, right? I think we live in a world where everyone is a gazillion miles an hour. It's an equal opportunity thing, right? So the low and slow mentality is not just put it out there and wait, like you have to actually be giving back and forth. And that's really where it comes into play. And it also applies when you're out to uh, Memphis and you're getting some of that slow and low barbecues. You can't cook that at 500. You got to put it at like 200 and see in eight hours. Question number two. What's the one inspirational quote that you would share with the listeners? I've lived my life through this phrase for a long time, and that's follow your joy to your best ability with no expectations. I think the most important part of that is with no expectations. Meet life as it comes. That's it. What is it? Comparison is the thief of joy. You know, and I've learned that with all like the big budget blockbuster movies. If you go in with no expectations, it's not that bad. The G.I. Joe movies aren't that bad if you don't go in with any expectations. Yeah, I have to disagree with you there just because I went in with some pretty low expectations. And uh, yeah, Rise of Cobra did not even hit them. But uh, let's, oh God. let's not get into that. And the Transformers, don't get me started on that. Nerd alert, watch out. It's a good time to check in with yourself and say, you know, are you happy? Are you still finding joy in whatever mm-hmm. you're doing, whether it's work or personal? And don't have the expectation that things are going to get better. Make yourself get better and make that change. Maybe it's the pivot or maybe it's sticking with it. But at least at that point, you've kind of put yourself back to center and then you got things moving in the right direction. Yeah, I think we're in a spot with all the craziness that's been going on. The joy factor is a big part of that. We've lived in a world now where like the new currency is accountability. And we're seeing that more and more with everybody being at the house and everything. And if that joy leaves because there's no culture, then it opens up the opportunity for really a couple things, right? It's, it's very easy to find a new gig these days now because everybody can't wait to hire people. And the other thing, too, is to kind of never underestimate the worst disease in the business world, which is woulda, coulda, shoulda. I'm very excited to see the joy factor. And, and you know, because a lot of people got laid off. They got severance. So now they're sitting around for eight months and they're like, yeah, let's just do it. Let's see what's going on. And uh, I'm very excited to see what innovation of technology that comes out because now with, with the blockchain and we can utilize crypto in, involved with all that and the AI and the MR, and it's just going to be very exciting to see where that goes. 
Rapid fire. What's your one book or podcast? Uh, I'm going to do both. So book for me, easy. It's a great read. One of my favorite books of all time, Animal Farm by George Orwell. And podcasts, I don't have a podcast in general, but I love mythology. So any kind of like old school, like Greek mythology. What's your one album? One album. This is a hard question. It's so hard to pick one. I would say the first Citizen Cope album. It's probably been on my radar for a long time. It doesn't seem to go away. I know Beatles and Stones and all that, but I'm a big Cope guy. I love that first album. What's your one vacation destination? Anything with a beach. I'm living the dream. What's your one TV series? I'm always and always will be an always sunny in Philadelphia guy. But honorable mention, if you have not watched What They Do in the Shadows, you are missing out. And what's your one movie? Easy. No Country for Old Men. It's my favorite of all time. This should have been of our, our Halloween episode, man. You got some dark answers in there. You got the <laughs> Greek mythology and none of that has a happy ending. Uh, you got yeah, No getting, Country for Old Men, What We Do in the Shadows. The body count of What We Do in the Shadows is so high. It's amazing. Love the recall back for uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Obviously, those first couple of seasons, no-brainer. There's not a bad season on that show. Some of the ones, the newer ones, people have a bad taste, but if you go back and you rewatch, they're excellent. Rob McElhenney, right? He's obviously a St. Joe's guy, prep guy. Yeah. You know, obviously very appreciative of the great work that he and his team has done. Question number four. What's the one charity or cause that you would recommend to the listeners? Project Refit. So Project Refit is a great uh, nonprofit here in the Philly area, and they utilize other vets and uh, first responders to kind of help ease their way back into becoming a civilian. And they actually funded their first mobile base. So what they do is they drag this trailer around that's got like all interactive stuff, and they have like a pop-up event. And everybody that's part of the organization or people that want to learn more can come. It's a great, great group of people. But can't argue with that as a charity right there because I was actually at a coffee this morning prior to recording this and the gentleman was talking about a similar charity here in Denver that helps veterans as they transition out of the military. Near and dear to me is both my brother and uh, his wife are, are still currently serving as army majors and my mm. brother-in-law is a, a Marine. And you talk to some of the people that they know and it is not an easy transition. Not the, the, they've done a handful of tours too. That's the hardest. Yeah, I mean, if you want to learn more, check it out, projectrefit.us. They're doing amazing work. I highly recommend reaching out to them. Harbin, you, you brought up a good point there. It's been over 20 years since 9-11. So I've been reading a book, Brothers Forever, that covers Travis Mannion, who's here from the Doylestown area. But they mentioned that book, when they're talking about 2008, 2009, kind of unfortunately kind of got pushed back as far as being top of the news all the time. And you're right, there's a lot of people still out there protecting and serving our country. And there are a lot of things for people to talk about when they get back. And putting those people together in a common area with common experiences, I think that's a great way for those people to kind of maybe start the healing process. They're doing great stuff and they're really helping people. They're helping families and they've definitely saved many, many, many people. And the last question, what's your one tip for building a meaningful connection? It goes back to kind of what I was talking about earlier, right? The low and slow mentality, right? No, I think part of it is understanding that no one wants to be sold to. You know, there's a difference between educating people on what you do and have an understanding on what's a good fit to help each other out. It's that go-giver mentality that really helps in the beginning. I think part of it too is understanding that having those common relationships, you know, hooking people up and introducing people with either other connectors or mentioning actual industries that you want to be a part of. I think it's really important to build a core group of people that you have relationships with so that when you're developing new ones, it's an easy introduction to other people that are kind of networking. 
you touch on something we're not in the 80s anymore although dressing like you're in the 80s does make you more yeah, memorable. what is happening I, my, my wife said that like keds and like dresses are back in for girls and scrunchies are like back around i'm like what is happening what's going on i might grow my hair out if i can use a scrunchie honestly i'm not gonna, I'm not gonna <laughs> lie about that goes back to a great abraham lincoln quote which is you can't be all things to all people all the time you're gonna upset yourself and you're gonna upset a whole lot of people if you try and do that Love it, Harb. I think basically the way you summed up this whole podcast episode was straight Beastie Boys, slow and low. Bam. Hey, Harb, thanks again for joining us here on the GFN Philly 215 Questions Podcast. Really appreciate it. It's awesome. Yeah.